Welcome to the Deep Work Podcast with Anthony Lucarini. This is episode number five of this series that we've been doing, talking about the five keys of longevity with our friend John Brown. John, how you doing, man? Hey, man, I'm doing so good. Definitely so thankful for you and to be back with you again. Heck yeah, it's been so good so far. We've heard some awesome feedback. And hey, if this series has blessed you in any way, we'd love for you to just uh, share with others, share with us, tag me, tag John. We'd love to um, reshare your post if that's something that's been um, just encouraging to you. But man, the first four weeks have been incredible, especially talking about the new year as everybody's kind of setting goals, as everybody's trying to reevaluate from 2020 and look into 2021. I don't know about you, but for, for me, as I've developed my, my 2021 goals, love my goals, I started with these four or five keys because I figured if I can get these right, then my year is going to have momentum. My year is going to um, be fruitful. Yeah, I love that. That's, that's a good way to go, man. And honestly, these are foundational goals, right? If you have your foundation strong, if your base is strong, then everything that you build on from there is going to be strong. So yeah. I love that. I think that's so good. I, I think this is necessary. And, and like I said, in all the other episodes, I'm sharing these, but I have to reevaluate these as well. It's not a problem to be solved. As Andy Stanley says, it's not like I have all these solved in my life. It's a tension that I'm managing because yeah. with each season and rhythm of life right now, our season and rhythm includes volleyball with our two oldest daughters. And so guess what? My Sabbath season, it looks different. I have to readjust. You're going to have things in life that come up and you have to roll with the, the seasons and the rhythms and you have to readjust. So it's a tension that I'm constantly managing. And so setting new goals in this new season is an absolute must. And I, I would recommend all of you listening to do the same that Anthony's done, set some goals with these in mind for this, this new year and watch as a, as you build a strong foundation, how that translates into all the other areas of your life and leadership. Mm, so good. So week one, we talked about Sabbath and soul care. Week two, morning routines and disciplines. Week three, we talked physical health and habits. Week four, mentors and coaches. And now we're on to week number five, a wolf pack to run with. Will you just explain that and break it down and, and really just run with it? Yeah, that's, uh, that's, for those of you who uh, are listening, the other ones are a little bit more like clear that one, this one's a little bit more ambiguous <laughs> and it really comes from a passion of mine. Uh, I think, I mean, I think we can listen to that and kind of unpack what that might mean, but I'd love to unpack that with you. Yeah. Um, and, and it really comes out of a conversation that I've been having for the last couple of years. It started uh, not this past Thanksgiving, but the one before I was driving home to Minnesota with my wife. So it's about a six hour drive from Kenosha, Wisconsin to uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota area. And we were driving and just, I was sharing with her, uh, feeling a season of loneliness, just being honest. And I think probably there's some, some of you listening here today that are, maybe feeling lonely in ministry, you're feeling lonely in life uh, because of all the things that are swirling around in our nation, right? You, you wonder who's safe to lit, you know, to be a listening ear and who you can process your hurt and your pain with. And I was in that spot. Um, some of it was situational and some of it was some pain that I was experiencing. I had moved into a new position and 
as one of my mentors said, as, as you move up in, in leadership, it becomes lonelier at the top. And so I'm just processing these things with my wife. And, and she says, you know, she listens in an amazing way. She's such a good listener. She's also such a great question asker. Um, but she also doesn't have any problems with kind of like poking me and prodding me in the areas that I need to be sharpened. Right. And she said, as, as I shared all this, she goes, well, who, whose fault is that, that you feel so lonely? And I was like, oh, okay, just go in for the jugular. I mean, yeah. how about a little compassion? <laughs> how about a little bit of empathy, yeah. you know, and Where's you're just kind of going for the jugular, right? And so she, she asked that question. And of course, the answer was mine. Like, it's my fault that I don't have more of that in my life. So I, mean, I said that kind of like, I know where you're leading with this question, but yeah, it's, it's on me. I, I, I own my part. Like I need to, and she said, well, what, what do we need to do about that? How can we fix that? And I said, well, I need to, I guess I need to reach out, but first I think I need to pray. Like, I don't even know who I would reach out to. Um, and I moved from, you know, being the youth pastor to being a next gen pastor and being on the executive team. There's not like next gen pastor networks like they're not you don't just go to the church down the road and find another next gen pastor there's not a lot of those in our area and so it is where do i start and so that's what we did bro we spent time praying and seeking the holy spirit for the next hour just god who is it that you would have you you know the longings of my heart you know the emptiness that i feel you know the struggle that's there you know the pain of 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 needing some some close people. I have great friends here at the church, but I needed some other safe places and spaces. Um, not just my small group, not just the other pastors on staff. I needed some people that were outside of those realms that I could process some things that, you know, I can't process here. So we prayed and sought God and, and he started laying some names on our hearts. It was awesome. We just started brainstorming. I call it prayer storming. Um, (laughs) You know, so we prayed and then we we brainstormed with prayer at the center and listening to the voice of God and, and put all those names down. And then we started kind of parsing through it, like what would each person bring to the table? What what am I actually looking for? What am I actually needing? So I'm I'm sharing the story. I want you to do the same in your life. If you're feeling that you need some a wolf pack to run with some people that you can do life with at a deep level, at a life on life every day running together kind of a level, then start with prayer storming. Yeah. Um, start with seeking God a, about who those people and, and write down, what are you looking for? What do you need? Because different people bring different things to the table. Yeah. So I shared with each of those people as we narrowed it down, I, sh- I called each of them up on the way to Minnesota and, and actually it was on the way back a couple of days later what God had laid in my heart. Well, first of all, the longing that I was feeling and, and the, the deep need for community and a wolf pack to run with. And each of them, you know, it's cool how God works this way, but was feeling that same deep longing. They were mm-hmm. all feeling lonely in their own way and that they needed some of these same things that I was describing. And so yeah. it, it, it was ordained by God. It was most definitely led by him. And so the, this thus begin a journey of the last two years of uh, a group of guys. That in my context, they're a group of fellow pastors, but they all carry different roles. Some of them are church planners and some of them are teaching pastors. And um, some of them are our lead pastors or executive pastors. But 
we are running together. And, and here's why we need a wolf pack to run with, because the, the, there's a myth out there of the lone wolf. A lot of, a lot, especially dudes have this problem, right? Like, man, I'm, I'm this strong, masculine lone wolf, man, I'm going to run alone. I'm going to do my own thing. It's, it's that alpha male kind of perspective. But the reality is that the, 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 the lone wolf being the strong wolf, this mystical strong creature is actually, it is a myth because they're actually the weakest. The lone wolf wow. is actually the weakest uh, because wolves are meant to be pack animals and uh, they hunt together. They keep each other warm um, wolves that hunt alone are actually, they, they're not able, uh, to catch the same kind of prey. And so they're often malnourished, uh, their coat, like, you know, their winter coat is actually, um, not as strong because they're, because they are malnourished. And so they're, they die quicker. They don't last very long in the wild. And the same for us as leaders and as humans and as individuals, especially, um, you know, I'm thinking for some of my pastors out there that there's a calling on your life. The enemy wants to single you out. He wants you to be on your own so he can pick you off and uh, so that you can be taken out early. So no matter who you are, whether you're a pastor, you're a young leader, you, you have a passion to be in full-time ministry, you're in ministry in the marketplace, or you're, you're in high school or college, you're listening to this. You can't do life alone, yeah. period. Yeah. The enemy loves to isolate you. And I think 2020 has shown us that we cannot do life alone. If you've tried to do life alone in 2020, I promise you, you're feeling the the effects of that. And maybe you're longing as you're listening to this, you are longing for community. You're longing for a wolf pack. You're longing not to run alone anymore. And so uh, the reality is, is uh, we are, we are under attack. Right. The battles that we are fighting in 2020 are not COVID and all the political junk that's going on right now. We're fighting. Yes, we are. Those are some battles we're fighting. But really behind it all is a spiritual battle. It's a battle not of flesh and blood, but of powers and principalities and the loneliness and the anxiety and the depression that so many are facing. It's a spiritual battle. And so we can't just fight with with natural means, but it starts with having a crew to fight with us right? To hunt with us, to, to go to battle with us, to not let us be alone. And, and, um, and the enemy goes after the strong ones. So if you've been feeling it this year, it's probably because the enemy has tried to isolate you and he's going out. It's what's most valuable. That's most vulnerable, right? It, when I, I played football in high school, planned on playing in college, but um, you don't win football games by going and tackling the dudes on the sidelines, right? <laughs> like that, they're not carrying the ball. It's the ball carrier that gets tackled. So if you felt attacked and you felt lonely and you felt vulnerable this year, it's probably because the, the enemy sees your value and he's trying to pick you up. And this is maybe that call to you to get back into community, into brotherhood or sisterhood of people that you can run with and fight with and who will fight for you. And so I think about, Anthony, the most famous lone wolf in the Bible. Um, I, I, as I look at the scripture, I think Samson's one of those. Yep. That's right. What I was say. Yep. He, he's a dude that had, he was strong in, in stature. I mean, the dude was jacked and stacked, right? Like he, he, <laughs> we'd be following his workout routines today, right? Oh, yeah. Like I would be doing his swipe workouts on Instagram that he's, he's <laughs> that guy, but 
the, the deal was, is he was strong in stature, but he had the weakest of wills mm. and, and he was a lone wolf. He tried to do it alone and he was a ridiculously strong lone wolf. I mean, he, he ripped gates off of cities and carried them on his shoulders, right? These hundreds of pound gates. Uh, one, one, uh, scholar believes that one of the doors he ripped off was, was at least a ton. Like, it's crazy how strong this guy was, you know, killed a thousand people with a donkey's jawbone. Yeah. If anyone could be afford to afford to be a lone wolf, it would be him, but he had a weakness and her name was Delilah. And, and I think he also, part of his weaknesses was, was he didn't think he needed anyone. Yeah. That was his kryptonite. And so, you know, this woman, Delilah knew how to work him. I mean, she, she backed him into the corner and she was trying to find out the secret to his strength and, you know, continued, you read the story and you go, Samson, how do you not see that this woman is trying to, trying to find out the secret of your strength? How do you not get that? Like you're being duped here. Like, it just makes no sense to me. And, uh, the reality is, is, is that Samson just needed one friend just one friend. I mean, that's all it would have taken one friend to go, bro, are you stupid? This girl is poison, <laughs> you know, like, come on. Like, can you, can you just wake up and, and look at the reality of this situation? He just needed one friend. And that's the truth for us. We need friends in our lives to call us out on our stupid. We're all one decision away from the stupid, yeah. all of us. Yeah. And yep. we need people that can call us out. We need people that can hold us accountable. We need people that can prop us up. We need people that can encourage us and speak life over us and call the gold out in us. And we need to be that for others. God has created us for community. He's created us to sharpen each other. That's why I'm, we're reading through the Proverbs with our students and our student ministry right now. That's why the Proverbs says that two are better than one. That, that, that a three-strand cord is not easily broken. This is why yeah. Proverbs says, iron, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. We need each other. Like that's yep. straight up scriptural from the wisest man on the planet said these things in the Proverbs. So why do we think we can do life alone? Then the flip side of that, right? You have the most famous lone wolf in, in the scripture. Then you have the other side of that is that I believe the most famous wolf pack in all of the scripture. And that's David and his mighty men, yeah. right? A lot of us know David as the giant slayer. He killed Goliath. But do you know that there was also four other recorded giant slayers in the scripture? Four of them beyond David. So five total, but they're recorded by name in Second Samuel, I believe it is. I think it's Second Samuel 21 or 22. And it talks about four other guys that were part of David's 30 mighty men that killed giants. And, and some pretty amazing feats of strength and, and, and bravery. And I don't believe that's by accident. I believe that there's clues within that passage of scripture and David's mighty men to show us that on our own, David didn't have the wolf pack around him at the time that he killed Goliath. Yeah. Um, but he had Jonathan at that time. But then when he was surrounded by the mighty men, he provided a picture of what was possible. We do greater things. We, we will run harder, run faster, uh, leap higher, uh, attain more, become the leaders that God's, the, the, the fullness of the leaders that he's called us to be when we're surrounded by a wolf pack because we make each other better. Yeah. And your strengths, Anthony, strengthen me and my strengths strengthen you. And we sharpen each other. 
and we push each other and we lift each other up. That's the power of a wolf pack. Yeah. And they were able to do things that no other recorded group in the, in the scriptures. It wasn't, it wasn't Saul that did those things. Yeah. You don't see him being a giant slayer. You don't see him having a group of mighty men. There's power in the pack. Mm-hmm. And so I just believe that we all need a wolf pack to run with. And back to, to my group of, of guys, um, we, we've met for now two years. We don't see each other. I mean, we're kind of scattered all over the Milwaukee area, the, the Northern Chicago area. We don't see each other every week, but we get together about once a month, sometimes every two months. And we, we do a strengths, a SWOT analysis, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats. We talk about um, things that we can't talk about in any other settings, uh, our insecurities, our fears, um, our struggles, uh, the pain, you know, we've all had a lot of that. Can you imagine having a group like that that you talked through in 2020, you were able to yeah. talk to like that and that can push you further? One of those guys, this is the beauty of the wolf pack. One of those guys was really struggling. We didn't know it. He's one of the most talented communicators I've ever met. He's always positive. He's always happy, but he's a new church planner. So you can imagine 2020 has done a number on any church or organization, any small business. Imagine being a, a new church and having new volunteers and new vision. And all of a sudden you're forced to go online and you don't have the people to be able to pull that off. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it was a challenging year for sure. And he, 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 in the middle of doing his SWOT analysis, broke down and started weeping to us and just getting real. That's what we need each other for. Who else do we have to go to with stuff like that? You know, and, and this is not him, you know? So, and we looked at him and we said, you know, we asked a lot of great questions where he's at, but ultimately after all of it, and yeah, we talked about having a Sabbath and talked about his routines. A lot of the things we've shared in this last several episodes, but ultimately as we asked these questions, we realized because he was working another job plus trying to lead the church through the pandemic he just needed a flat out vacation. Him and his wife had had a baby and um, and in the midst of this season as well. And so we said, bro, you need a two week vacation. And he said, I can't, I can't afford to do that right now. Uh, my church can't afford to have me be gone. And so we said, we'll take the services. We'll preach if you need, you need us to, but you need to go two weeks away with just you and your bride. We will pay for it. Wow. And we pooled our money and we paid, it wasn't just some lame vacation at some, yeah. you know, grandma's timeshare, you know, yeah. like we, it was a serious cost to all three of us in the group. The other three of us, um, out of our pockets, a sacrifice because, because that's what we do for each other. Mm. And I don't say that to wow. pat any of us on the back. I say, that's what wolf packs do for each other. Yeah. And I'm telling you what, that was probably one of my greatest, proudest moments in ministry is to be a part of a group like that. And I've, I've shared that story with some friends and some like, man, bro, I need a group like that. Like I, I need a group to send, send me on a vacation. Like I could use that after 2020. <laughs> and that's funny. And that's true. And I, yeah, we would all want that. But like, I'm telling you the greater joy was in giving that. Wow. And knowing that that's exactly, he, he needed that desperately. And we were able to provide that and, and so much more, right. It's the encouragement. Sometimes in life, it feels lonely and we don't have people cheering us on in a genuine way. We are each other's biggest fans. Yeah. We are each other's biggest cheerleaders. We are 
constantly celebrating each other and, and lifting each other up and spurring each other on. I want those dudes to be giant slayers. Like I wouldn't mind if they slayed giants before I did because I believe in them mm-hmm. and we're fighting for each other and alongside of each other. And sometimes life can be lonely and you can feel like you're fighting alone, but man, there's nothing more powerful when you're fighting alongside of somebody. Yeah. And so I really believe that the strength of the wolf is in the pack. And I believe, I believe that the strength of you as an individual, as a follower of Jesus, as a young leader, as a pastor, the strength is when you surround yourself with a pack of people that can do life with you. So, yeah, that's really, I love that we saved this one for last, because as you can probably hear it, like I'm super passionate about this. And I would say that this has been a game changer in life and ministry for myself and for my wife. So, yeah. Dude, that's so good. That's so good. I think it's so necessary. And that's something that actually um, we were talking about 2021 goals for a minute there. One of the words that God's put on my heart is relationships. And I've got right in front of me kind of my my goals in that that area. And I've got some of my guys that were in my wedding that were that live across the country that aren't near me. I've got a few guys in town and that kind of thing. And I was like, man, I need to start. Actually, what happened was I had a friend. Um, it was his birthday a few weeks ago. I texted him and I was like, dude, happy birthday. Love you so much, man. Let's jump on the phone. He's like, dude, I'd love to catch up. And that, that hit me. I was like, I don't want to catch up. I want to keep up. Um, so there's Good. certain people in our lives that, man, we need to keep up with each other. We need to be consistent in each other's lives. Like, man, there, there's friendships that, that need to transcend location and, you know, mm-hmm. the, the timeline and stuff like that. So um, I'm excited for this year because I've got, here's a couple categories that that I've given myself that maybe this will be practical for somebody else. But um, I've got one that's, hey, dudes to keep close. And I want to do a monthly touch point. Um, that being over, over the phone, over Zoom, whatever. But I just want to make sure that I know exactly how I can be praying for them, how they can be praying for me. I want to be in their lives. I want to keep up with them um, almost on a weekly standpoint, but really monthly at least. The next one is Come like, on. Uh, a small group. And that's just a local group of people to keep close. That's families. That's some of our volunteers. That's people that um, I am in proximity with that are close, that are running in the same direction that I want to run with, that I want to encourage, that I would love to have in my corner encouraging me. Next, I've got uh, mentors. um, And you're on that list. I've got guys that are speaking into my life that are in the next season of life that I can rely on, that I can trust, that I know are praying for me, that I can give them just the areas that I need some wisdom on. And then I've got in ministry, I've got my ministry go-tos. Those are guys that are either in the same season as me or a little beyond me, but guys who I love just picking their brain. Um, and with them, that's maybe more of a bi-weekly or as needed uh, touch point. And then the last one, I've got investments. Um, and a lot of that one's family. A lot of that one is, I've got my mom and I'm on the phone with her almost every day. I've got my little brother. I'm on the phone with him every Friday. I've got my in-laws, they live in town. And part of that one is family dinner. And uh, I've got a few friends on there where I'm like, man, I need to invest in them a little more this year. So um, that's an area that I've been getting excited about. And um, I heard you talk about this a little while back, and I, I needed you to share that on, on the platform that I have because it's been so pivotal um, in my life and, and God's been stirring my heart on this. So um, I think there's a, there's a few subcategories in this that we could talk about another day. And hey, I would just encourage you if you're listening and you have some questions like, hey, where do I start? I think John hit the nail on the head about, hey, let's let's pray about what that could look like. Maybe the next step is these subcategories and who's already running in the same direction as you, Mm -hmm. who is already pursuing the Lord, who is already maybe in the same life season as you, who who do you just love being around? Um, 
you know, again, there's some, there's some subcategories that we can talk about, but I would just encourage you, if you have any questions, if there's anything that um, maybe you want to just ask some more detailed questions on, go ahead and DM, go ahead and message me, message John. We'd be more than welcome to really just dive into this topic even more. Um, but today we're going to go ahead and, and get ready to wrap up the episode. John, man, this has been five weeks of absolute fire. This has been a game changer for me, if anything, but I know we've also had some feedback where this is really impacting so many people's lives. So John, I just want to say thank you for investing in me personally. You've made my list of, of top people in my life that I want to go to um, when I need you. And um, and I, I think you've just been so faithful to me as a friend for the longest time that, that we've known each other. And uh, again, I want to say thank you just for investing in this podcast and, and for all the listeners that are tuning in today and who have tuned in over the last four or five weeks. Seriously, an honor, man. I, I really appreciate you allowing me to be a voice on your on your platform and your podcast. Uh, really appreciate your audience, all of you listening, uh, just for taking your time to listen. Uh, I don't take that for granted. And uh, just hope that it's added some value to you. And Anthony, thanks for being uh, a voice like this to all of us that are part of your, your listening audience. Uh, a voice of wisdom, a voice of strength, a voice of encouragement, a voice that helps us be better. Um, you're providing leadership and opportunities. I love your heart. I know it's the heartbeat of your podcast. I'm having all these conversations and growing. People, others might as well benefit from it, right? They might as, I might as well make this open to the world. We need more people like you in our lives, Anthony. So thank you for uh, enriching our lives and helping us to be giant slayers. You're, you're setting the bar high and showing us a picture of what's possible. So thank you. Wow. Wow. Thank you so much for that, man. It means the world to me. And to everyone listening, guys, that does it for the Deep Work Podcast. Go ahead and tune in over the next few weeks. We're going to be kicking off season two here shortly. So tune in and be looking for that. But that does it on the Deep Work 